Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Shohei Sitsume. He recently moved from Osaka, Japan to Boone, North Carolina for an Appalachian Studies program at Appalachian State. We talk about what led him to do so, as well as the thriving bluegrass and old-time scene in Japan. Also, Dave Wood, the academic program director of Shohei's program, joins us on guitar. Shohei is a wonderful fiddler, and he's very thoughtful in the way he engages with this music. And while his English is excellent, he does have an accent. And I want to clarify that he spends a good portion of the interview talking about black musicians in today's American old-time community, specifically the fiddler Earl White. Uh, The way Shohei says the word black and the name Earl uh, might throw you through a loop, especially if you don't know who Earl is or the fact that he's black. I just wanted to establish that up front because Shohei has a lot to say on the topic, and I don't want anyone to be distracted. All right, let's get started. Here's my jam and chat with Shohei Sitsume. Enjoy. Shohei Tsitsumi, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. And also, Dave Wood, <laughs> a company on guitar. Very good. Get Up in the Hot. Get Up in the Hot, yeah, we're in a hot room right now. <laughs> so we're in Boone, and what's the name What's the name of this building? The Jones House. The Jones House, so there's like a weekly jam here, right? Yeah. Yeah, and do you come here every week? Uh, no. You come here when you can? <laughs> do you live in town? Yeah. 
Yeah. Just like almost 10 minutes drive. Very from good. Here. How long have you lived in Boone? No, I think almost half a year. More half than a year? Half a year, yeah. And, and how long have you lived in the States? That's it, yeah. The same. Yeah, the、I、same.、Mean. Okay,、yeah. cool. So you like, just moved here. Yeah. So,、um, but you've been coming to like, the festivals for a while now.、Mm. Like,、uh, what I ask all my guests, and it's always a different, different story, because、um, mm. very few people actually were sort of raised around here and learned this music. Someone got into it, someone had an access point. Like,、um, you obviously had some sort of access point. Because you were in Osaka、mm-hmm. when you got into old time music? Is that yeah. how it happened? Yeah, so what happened? Tell us the story. So, when I was a sophomore year of undergrad, so almost,、uh, how long? Almost four, four years ago, maybe?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, five years ago. I got really interested in、uh, bluegrass or country music. Yeah. Before that, I played、uh, hard rock or heavy metal. You know, okay. Yeah, very good. Guitar. But、uh, at that time, I really wanted to do like, something new, like, other than you know, like, amplified music. And then、yes. I found you know, American type of like, folk music,、yes. you know, really interesting to me. So, you know, Fortunately, in Japan, we have a very, very huge bluegrass and country music community. So, very good. Fortunately, I found a bluegrass band coming to Osaka, you know. So, I went there. It was my first experience to see, like, you know, flat back mandolin and banjo, you know. So, I never, you know, I had never seen, you know, such instrument in person, and, you know, closely. So it took, you know, literally my heart, you know.、Yeah. <laughs> it changed my kind of conception about music totally. Yeah. So yeah. on that night when I got home, I ordered a mandarin, you know. Yeah, very <laughs> good. You know, bluegrass. <laughs> And fortunately, as I said, there are community. So I went to a weekly bluegrass jam, you know, as a beginner. Yeah. Know, And I really, ex- ex- you know, I got excited to feel the kind of community. You know, based atmosphere of a jam, you、yes. know, the bluegrass music had. Because coming from playing hard rock and you said hard rock and、yeah. metal stuff, because that's more like performance based or rehearsal based. That's like when you're playing it、mm-hmm. or you're just going to see a show. Yeah. But like the, the sort of in between nature of playing bluegrass、mm-hmm. and jam. Yeah. Something, it's kind of more rare. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, never, I had never experienced such thing, so I got into it. Then I think that one year later, I saw a man playing fiddle and like holding like un- not、yeah. a chin, like here. Yeah, he, he's like, holding it like、uh, at his chest. Yeah, yeah. chest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know, playing Soldier Zero and also you know, sang at the same time. Yeah. You know, and it, His image was always on my mind after that. But at that time, I really got into bluegrass, so I, I never, you know, had the idea of what, you know, music it was. Right. So it took, I think, one year, you know. So actually, to sort of sort out the difference between old time and bluegrass? Yeah, I, that time, at that time, yeah, I didn't、yeah. know the difference,、yeah. you know. So I could not, you know, explore more because I don't know. Yeah. How to you know, search online or something. Yeah,、know? yeah. But、uh, actually, I went to Santa Cruz, California as an exchange student. So I lived there like for less than half a year. But you know,、like、I went there like two quarters. Yeah. So, you know, I really wanted to do something new again. You、yeah. know, so at that time, I Began to play a fiddle, you know.、Uh, I bought a kind of an instruction book for bluegrass fiddle, but、yeah. I s- found it was very difficult for me to play bluegrass, and I just really want kind of a sh- simple melody, you know,、yes. like、uh, to be played over and over again.、Yeah. So when I got home, it's、uh, 2013, so almost four years ago,、mm-hmm. I searched on online. 
because at that time I bought several like CDs said Crowham Banjo all time fiddling you know yeah. I at that time I had a word to search you know yeah so I search actually I found、uh, the same man whom I saw a year ago had a monthly jam in Kyoto my university in Japan was in Kyoto so you know it's kind of a coincidence you know yeah so I went to a jam、so、almost yeah literally four years ago yeah and then you know when I got in jam I brought a gold banjo but you know it's all <laughs> that I never you know had any idea what which kind of instrument played in all time、uh-huh. you know、yeah. I got into kind of roots of music so yeah I bought a gold banjo before that and you know but anyway the music played there was so like fascinating to me、yeah. you know Like, uh, and I felt a kind of difference between old time and bluegrass, you know,、yeah. because, you know, bluegrass has a kind of more kind of a performance, you know, oriented、yes. atmosphere, you、yes. know, and old, old time for me seems more like friendly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a. That's how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, like, it's difficult <laughs> to say, but, you know, anyway, I really. You know, got interesting all the time. And、uh, yeah. that man is、uh, Bosco Takaki. He's also Japanese, but、uh, he has spent a lot of time to travel to Fiddler's Convention or to learn older generation people like、uh, Tommy Jarrell or、uh, yeah. uh, Hamon's family, you know. So after you know, I got in touch with him, I was also fascinated with.、Uh, Appalachian culture, you know. Yeah. Why? Because, you know, for me, it's kind of a strange to say, but I feel very like familiar, you know,、okay. with the culture. I don't know why, but, you know, I have never, I don't have any direct connection, you know, to the、yes. mountain or especially to Appalachian mountain. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I don't know why, but it, Spoke to my heart, and you、yeah. know, and musically, I think you know, it fitted my kind of ability too, you know.、Yeah. So, but anyway, and then I really got interested to you know, learn old time fiddle. So, Bosco is my mentor, but I never, you know, had a lesson from him. I always stole, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Technique, you know <laughs> the jam, you know, because that's what I really wanted to do, you know,、yeah. like、uh, learning from others, you know, rather than, you know, like、uh, be taught, you know, because I really wanted to do something by myself, you know,、yeah. to communicate with other people. Yeah. So, and,、uh, you know, Basca has a lot of story, you know, as I said, like、uh, his visit to some. Older generations, or you know, so it made me really want to, to go to visit Appalachia you、yeah. know, by myself. So, and at that time, I was a senior, and then I decided to go to American Studies master program in Japan. And、uh, fortunately, a professor there, Gavin Campbell,、uh, had, has a degree from UNC Chapel Hill folklore, you know. so And he also wrote a book about uh, uh, Southern you know, culture. So、yes. he really you know, encouraged me to do research on the you know, music and culture. And also, Basco, you know, I really got very close to him. So, you know, <clears throat> so 2014, in the summer, I went to Mount Airy. And That was my first visit to Appalachia. And,、uh, you know, that is so fascinating, you know, because there are many, many people playing, you know. Yeah. And people play all day, all night, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> that also, you know, made me want to really learn more and also do research on the community. Yeah. So, did you join, did you、uh, enter the contest? Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, the person who played before me was Richard Bowman. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He won every time, you know. Yeah, like a, in first place. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I did not know him, you know, at that time.、Yeah. So it kind of a 
So you watched him play, and then you went out. Yeah, so it's very nervous, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, but it was good experience, you know, to play and you know, like the announcers call it, like you know, show heads to me Osaka, Japan, and people little bit kind of excited, you know, to yeah, yeah. hear, you know, somebody from outside the US, you know, come yes, to play. So yeah. that's kind of a, you know, good, you know, moment for me too. Yeah. So, yeah. That at that convention in Mount Airy, I met Dave because Dave was doing a research, you know, <laughs> on the time community. Mm. So it actually brought me to Appalachian State University because he also has a master degree in the Appalachian Studies program in Perfect. Upstate. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I came to know of the program, you know. Especially just focusing on not just you know like more you know specifically focus on you know Appalachian culture and music. So after yeah, I got the American Studies degree. I decided to you know you know move to US to learn more you know, and uh, I think Upstate was the best you know. Oh, so you degree. finished your degree. In American studies, so yeah. this is my second. Oh yes, master. I understand. Yeah, so you have your American studies now. You're six months into your Appalachian studies. Yeah, yeah, very good, very yeah. good, very good. Mm. Let's uh, let's play another tune, and then I want to ask you like about that degree because that's really interesting to me that mm. there would be like a master's on like a specific region. Mm. You know, I I want to know like what kind of stuff you learned there, and mm. then like what your impression of it was mm-hmm. as someone who's not from Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You say the right things too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to take a quick tuning break so I can get to A real Okay. Quick. So how about Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah. For your second baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
So how long was your um, how long does your Appalachian studies master go for? Like how how long is it? Uh, it usually take two years. Two years. Yeah, yeah. to finish, and mm-hmm. I'm like now second semester, and this semester is almost over because we have just three weeks ahead. Yeah. yeah. What what classes have you taken so far? So I'm actually like a, in a music and culture concentration. Mm-hmm. There's the music and culture and sustainability. Oh, very good. Right. So yeah, that's the that's the other option. Mm-hmm. Uh, sustainability in Appalachia, which is sort of you take the same sort of core coursework, but then you specialize in. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. specifically, what I've you know, taken so far is uh, like uh, some classes are focusing on the, you know, to learn the history of the kind of Appalachian studies because, you know, Appalachian studies as a discipline has a kind of, a, you know, long history, you know, because, uh, you know, as you know, Appalachia has a long history, you know, yeah. so there are a lot of discussions about, you know, how to study the culture, you know. Yeah. So I think one of the classes uh, is a kind of a you know basic you know class to learn about what you can do actually in the Palachian studies because yeah. you know without knowing that you can do anything you know yeah. effectively you know. Yeah. So yeah. Very good. At my first semester, I took one course and. Two other courses are, yeah, also kind of a basic, so that offer me the background of the, yeah, scholarship. And, but this semester, I think I have more, like, fieldwork-oriented classes. I'm taking three classes, and two classes are almost, like, about Appalachian music. Yeah. One class is... Folklore class that I'm really, you know, that I really like. Uh, Dr. Sissy Conway is a professor of that class, and uh, she's also very, very famous, you know, folklorist and scholar in this field. The, actually, my study was when I was a American studies student, was on the contemporary old-time black uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. So actually I visited the uh, featuring Earl White two years ago to write my thesis on him. And also I did, uh, you know, deal with uh, some other black uh, musicians like uh, he's a local to this area, Arthur Grimes. He's also a black dancer. And, uh, Can you say his name one more time? Asa Grimes. Asa Grimes? Yeah. Arthur. Arthur. Arthur Grimes. Very good. <laughs> Sorry. That's, a, that's hard to say. No one didn't translate yeah. as, as, as well as Earl White. Yeah. Yes. Arthur Grimes. Cool, yeah, cool. Grimes. And also, you know, I talked about <clears throat> uh, the Carolina Square Drops and even yeah. a little bit, little bit. But mainly I focused on ours, you know, life experience as a kind of a, you know, only black fiddler and dancer, you know. So I think Dr. Conway's book was, you know, one of my, you know, influential books, you know. So I'm really glad, you know, to take her class, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, two, one class is all, uh, it's uh, called Local Music Traditions class, and it, it's actually taught by Dave and uh, Gary. And, uh, you know, we are allowed to do anything, you know, about the kind of traditional music, but we are always asked what, the, you know, tradition actually means, because, you yes. know, it's up to you and, you know, different interpretation about the culture and tradition, yeah. you know, make a huge difference. So, you know, in that class, all students are required to do find some kind of a definition to, you know, to research. And uh, I'm actually trying to do focusing, focusing on the, <clears throat> the Jenkins uh, banjo style from uh, Surrey County, North Carolina. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I really love the 
style from Sari County and uh, yeah that's my focus for that class and uh, the other last class is a documentary fieldwork method class which is a you know very uh, helpful class for me because in that class uh, Tom Hansel uh, teach us to you know how to make a kind of a documentary you oh, know, awesome. about the culture so yeah. I'm now trying to do edit uh, the videos that I took of R so yeah, yeah. I could make a kind of a 15 minute kind of a movie about him awesome. to share his experience with larger public. Yeah, very good. So Do you like interview him and stuff too? Sorry? Do you interview Earl in, I in the did. video? Uh, not that video particularly. Yeah. Him. I did. What kind, of, what kind of things did you ask Earl? I guess I'm interested in why you were specifically drawn to like contemporary black uh, old-time musicians. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, it was very strange for me to see there are very, very few black people in the Federal Convention. Yes. You know, that's like a, my impression from my past experience, you know. So... Why, why was that strange? Because, you know... To you. Uh, there are a lot of books or CDs or DVDs or like a, there are a lot of people who say, you know, black people also play all the music yes. in the past. Yes. But, you know, like uh, there are kind of a gap, you know, yeah. like uh, the reality of the past and the reality of the present. Yes. You know, so, and uh, actually, you know, I did a research on the kind of a historical, you know, background of it. Yeah. And uh, I found, you know, some of the... Uh, <clears throat> local festival in the like 20s or 30s you know excluded black participants from you know yeah. their, their uh, event or you know they kind of tried to most of the people including scholars you know try to just see the kind of a white Anglo-Saxon Appalachian yes. you know yes. in the Appalachian region so you know, as a foreigner, like as a totally outsider, yeah. you know, you know, I see there are a lot of people who come from outside the U.S., like a Sweden, yes. you know, like a, uh, I can think right now, but you know, the, I, I the, saw a lot of people, you know. You're playing, playing this music? Playing yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, you know, for us, I think there are no kind of barrier, you know to engage in music yeah but for me i think there ought to be some you know kind of a barrier that distracted black people to attend to this yeah. kind of music and i thought the guy's hypothesis like maybe the stereotypes you know about Appalachia and Appalachian culture yeah would have affected you know affected such kind of a situation so the decrease number of the black communities of old-time music. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so in that sense, R is a very interesting guy because, you know, uh, he was born in the uh, 50, yeah, in the 50s. So it was a, so he experienced that old-time music revival, you know. Yeah, yeah. In the back in the 60s, the 70s. And that li- literally attracted a lot of people from outside Appalachia, you yes. know. So, but, you know, as far as are, you know, remembered, you know, there were no other black, you know, like people who participated in that whole-time music. Right. But, you know, after I did the research by myself, I found there several people, but, you know, I got, you know, I'm very fascinated with uh, his, you know, uh, explanation about his, you know, s- thought on the situation of the old-time community because yeah. he said he, you know, even though there are other black people, but uh, he didn't encounter any, you know. So yes. 
I think that that represented, you know, the situation of the old time community today, you know, then the, in my thesis, I actually connected it, you know, art's experience to the kind of a old time music community value. But I think it's more about the contemporary old time music community or revivalist kind of a community, you yes. know. So in that community, like, uh, uh, fairness, openness, like equality, the kind of a common value. So, you know, people yeah. like, uh, enjoy the music you know, without thinking of, you know, their age or their class or something. Yes. But for me, still, there is a kind of race problem. So, you know... Because of the history? History. Or do you think just presently there's, like, a still a barrier? Not that not to separate out that, but... Uh, so I think there is still, you know, kind of a barrier. And it's a kind of a... Mm, it's very difficult. So in Appalachian studies, we, some scholar called, you know, this kind of, a, you know, uh, situation as a invisibility of uh, black people. Or, yes. You know, so that's, you know, very fascinating to me because, you know, like Arthur, you know, he has danced also like for more than 30 years, but yeah. he hasn't been on the public much. And so, you yeah. know, still the stereotype about the Apache as a white, you know, yes. Anglo-Saxon, European, you know, yeah. people like uh, prevail. So, so to, yeah, the so one of my goals of my thesis was to kind of, uh, you know, share the knowledge about the contemporary situation of all-time music because I feel that it's a kind of a contradiction, you know, because people say, you know, yeah, you can enjoy music, you know, everyone can enjoy, you know, everyone yes. can join and play, you know, but for me, it seems uh, it's not true because, you know, black people kind of historically Kind of neglected, yeah. you know. So, yeah, to so my kind of current interest is, uh, you know, to share uh, these black musicians' you know experience. Yeah, you know, like, so that more people could learn, you know, about the kind of race, racial dynamics, you know, yeah. in the older music. And it, I really want to kind of promote, you know, such kind of a neglected, you know, ignored side of, you know, the yeah. aspect, you know, of all time music. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a very difficult to explain. <laughs> yeah, no, I, mm. I mean, it's, di it's difficult to talk about and to like come to conclusions about, but mm. I think that it's really cool that, you know, you started your interest in traditional uh, American music mm -hmm. as sort of like, it just sort of grabbed you and it was sort of like a body mm -hmm. experience, yeah. you know? And then I like that you didn't stop there, that you didn't just take the music to sort of like, you know, take it at surface level mm -hmm. or sort of appropriate it. I think that it's really cool that you're like, diving so deep into it mm -hmm. and you're like um talking to marginalized people with you know or um demographics at least within within the community mm -hmm. and i don't know that that's really cool that um i think you know especially like uh white musicians can really use like um the um the perspective of people um outside of our of our paradigms even outside of our how do we stop being racist paradigms, you know, because mm -hmm. like it can be sort of a quagmire. People get real stuck in it. So I don't know. Thanks for what you're doing. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, thank you. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't have a kind of a concrete conclusion, you know, about yeah. this problem because, you know, it's more like a very, very under, you know, how can I say? Not the, yeah. 
It's a complicated, complicated issue. Complicated, and yeah. it's rooted in the history yes. know, of the U.S. You know, not only, not just only in Appalachia. You yes. Know? So, yeah. yeah, especially you know, living in Japan, you know, learn about bluegrass, old time music makes made me interested in this problem because you know most of it. I think so. I saw several. Of You know, Facebook post. You know, like、uh, some Japanese bluegrass musician. So the Carolina Chocolate Drop Spring. You know,、yes. like fiddle and banjo. Yeah.、So、most of the time they said, "Oh, I didn't know." You know, black people. You know, play、yeah. all the time. But you know, yeah, that's a, that's a huge history. You know,、yes. long, long history. So I think you know, at least you know. If you want to play a kind of a traditional, you know, music that、yes. has a history, yeah,、uh, maybe as you mentioned, I think you should learn, you know, not just only music,、yeah. but also culture behind it. Yes, because you know, without it, I think you can enjoy it, you know, kind of yeah, free, you know, yeah. So, Yeah, some, sometimes in order to enjoy something, you have to like open yourself up to maybe some of the discomfort、mm-hmm. of yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, for the first time I knew of R, you know, I could not understand, you know, how he could do, you know, that, you know, I mean, like how he could dance among the white people, you know. Yeah. Because even in the Folk revival, there are a lot of you know civil rights movement you know、yes. going on and still kind of discrimination in days you know happened so yeah I really so interesting his personal you know yeah like, and life and his personality and character too so man I gotta get Earl on the show <laughs> I needed to ask him for a while so he I still not, haven't met him but he lives in Florida County right now oh very so, good yeah maybe very good. Yeah, it's gonna be good to ask him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's play another tune, and then、yeah. I have more things to ask you. Okay. Yeah. Th- yeah thanks for doing this, man. So, what what tune's next? Ah,、uh, Red Bud. Red. Yeah. Thank、you 
Where did um, where did you learn that tune? Uh, from Benton Flippen's recording. Very, yeah. very good. Very good. I think this is maybe originally Clark Kissinger's own tune, but yeah, Benton yeah. learned from maybe radio. Yeah, and I learned from Benton's CD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I I kind of want to like rewind a bit. Where how did you start playing music? Originally, so, like not just old time music, but music in general. So when I was uh, fifteen, so when I was a high school student, yeah. I chose a music class. You know, there are two op- two other options like uh, art or Japanese caricature. Uh, okay. You know, but I chose music. So for the first time, I touched the guitar. You yeah. know, acoustic guitar. But uh, you know. It changed, you know, my life because my I have three sisters and they all play the piano. They took lessons, you know. Did they play classical? Yeah, kind of classical. Yeah. And uh, you know, at one time, maybe I said to my grandma and also mother that I want to play the piano. Yeah. But especially, I think my grandma said it's a kind of a girl's instrument, you know. Oh, really? So it discouraged <laughs> me, you know. Interesting. Yeah, to learn music. So always I think I really wanted to, you know, become able to, you know, play music. So, you know, the experience at high school, you know, to touch guitar. What did she think a a boy instrument was? Sorry, a boy instrument? Yeah. Yeah, So like an electric guitar. Electric guitar. (laughs) A drum. Yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I found it kind of a voice guitar, like voice <laughs> instrument, you know, <laughs> fortunately, so it, you know, changed my life, you yeah. know, yeah, before that, uh, you know, my hobby was to play video games uh-huh. or like to read the manga, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you still play that, video games and read manga? I don't read manga, but I still play video games, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not much right now. But the, the yeah. Internet connection speeds out here. Are <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of what they have in, in, yeah. in Japan. So yeah. A little bit yeah. of lag over here. Mm. See, so yeah, you probably can't like compete. <laughs> here, yeah. So just enjoy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. After that, you know, music totally, you know, took my life. So, you know, while in the class, you know, I always thought of, you know, music. So, you know. In the classroom, you can't play guitar, so to train my you know, rhythm sense, you know, I just see my uh, hand watch, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a kind of a 60 beats per yeah. minute, you yeah, know, exactly, it has a yeah. very constant, you know, rhythm. Yeah. So, you know, without listening to teachers, you know, lecture, you know, I just count it like a one, two, one, yeah, yeah. and then like a, do like a, you know, yeah. like a, to learn kind of basic, you know, rhythm of a drum, you know. Yeah. I did like use my foot or you know <laughs> like, everything I can you know or I did uh, yeah. also you know like a uh, as if I'm playing with the neck yes. you know I use uh, my left uh, your wrist right, yeah yeah my right wrist you know and uh, you know to practice you know to, with the f- fingering you know yeah. he's playing he's playing guitar on his on his wrist yeah. <laughs> you know, so i need this kind of thing always and you know maybe i wrote uh, what kind of a practice i should for, for the day so i wrote it down like a you know uh-huh. like a tough thing like a one two three four you know from six string to fasting you, yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. you know so <laughs> to exercise you know yeah you know so anyway like a music really you know at me so and at that time I really got into kind of a classic rock like the Beatles the Rolling Stones the yeah. Who you know but uh, I kind of uh, yeah traveled on the YouTube to see the cool stuff you know and I found uh, hard rock and heavy metal you know guitars yeah, yeah. you know astonishing so gradually my you know my focus yeah. you know moved to toward the uh, more aggressive, you know. So at that time, to train myself, because most of the hard rock, heavy, you know, metal guitarist muscle, you know, they look very masculine. So <laughs> yeah. I did a back and push, to, you know, <laughs> but it didn't make any progress, unfortunately. But you know, 
I was literally, you know, ab- absorbed, like obsessed. You yeah,、know? you wanted to be a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and also, you know, really enjoy to kind of learn that you know, history of the music, you、yeah. know, generally. So, that make, you know, so from the beginning, you know, always, you know, my kind of journey、yes. into the music history, you know,、yeah. you know continued. And、uh, so at some point, I really got into Bossa Nova music,、okay. you know, or sometime I got into jazz, or I got into Oh, I forgot、uh, India music, you know.、Yeah. I used to have a star, you know, I sold it now, I don't have it, but you know. <laughs> so, anyway, you know, to experience different culture from、yeah. music, you know, it's always fascinating, you know. Yes. And it, it was very fun, you know. I didn't think it's kind of torture, you know. I think to some people, you know, doing kind of extra, you know, yes. to open yourself, you know. <laughs> Kind of hard, but as for music, you know, specifically, that was kind of a kind of natural thing for me, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then, as I said, I got into acoustic, you know, music from America, yes, yeah. Do you still play any of uh, any rock music? No, because I don't have an electric guitar. Yeah, you don't、now. have your gear, yeah. But I wish I have one because, you know. I bet you could find one for <laughs> actually, pretty cheap. I actually have my dad's、um, Les Paul、uh, uh, amp and a little effect. There you go, play Dave's. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, it's in my closet. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can borrow it. I want、that. you to get obsessed with that again and stop playing the fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should not own electric. <laughs> yeah, no, one obsession at a time. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's.、Um, what's next on the list? Great, Great Eagle. Eagle. Very good. Very good. Let's play that tune. Yeah. <laughs>
Very good. Good fiddling. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. I uh, I learned how to play Callhammer banjo from a Japanese man. Uh, his name was Michinobu Imori, and he was the double reeds instructor at my university. So he taught like oboe and bassoon. Oh. He also happened to play a banjo. I had a banjo. I didn't know how to play it. And so I took a semester of lessons with him, and he is the first. He he was like, okay, I could teach you how to play bluegrass or claw hammer, and he showed me a couple different things, and I tried a few things out, and then he showed me the first how to do a bum ditty. He taught me how to play Bildum Cabbages Down. Ah. <laughs> a very simple version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were saying that there's like a big scene in Japan. Yeah, it's a kind of a subculture, but you yeah. know, we have still certain amount of population, you know. Yeah. Especially, you know, it in the like back in seventies, you know, I think most of the university in Japan have a bluegrass music or country music clubs. Okay. Right now, you know, you know, it but still has a at least six or seven university, you know, bluegrass music club. So. Each club would have uh, like, uh, at least 30 or 40, you know. So yeah. still, you know, like a younger generation of Japanese people kind of have a chance to learn, you know. It's awesome. Yeah. So, but there are no young old timer there. So I'm, no. the, I'm the youngest, you know. <laughs> hey, you gotta go, gotta go spread it around. Do you think you're gonna <laughs> stick around here, or do you know, or are you gonna head back and like teach? I really want other to, to play? stick. Yeah, around here because I think you know, especially I'm you know, I'm a researcher you know, yes, and also musician, and I really want to, you know, experience you know, life and the culture you know, more closely. So after yeah, finish my master program here, I wanna maybe want to find a. Job, you know, related to kind of a cultural, yeah, you know, promotional thing, you know. Cool. So I could, you know, <laughs> keep living and uh, you yes. know, hanging around, you know, to yeah. learn more. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think maybe that, yeah, I have a very, very vague vision. But uh, yes. after, you know, I spend like uh, 20 years here, mm-hmm. I think I may go back to Japan to, you know, uh, share my experience. Share what you learned, you know, yeah. To the Japanese folks, because I think they're very small, but I think there's a need for, you know, this kind of cultural experience, you know. Yeah. So I think someone like me would be interested in you know, Appalachian culture and yes. that's going to change their life, you know. Yeah. Because totally, you know, encounter with this music and the culture yeah. changed my life, you know. I yeah. never thought I, I would become a researcher, you know, yeah. <laughs> in this music, you know. Because, yeah, when I was young, I said, I really want to be a, you know, like a professional guitarist, or, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I changed a lot, you know. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a much different vision, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, right on. Well, um, so, hey, thank you so much for yeah, being on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you have a YouTube channel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, remind me what the name of it is. Uh, Old Timer JP. Old Timer JP. Yeah. Very Actually, good. if you search my name, like Shohei Tsumi, maybe if you put Shohei and TSU, maybe, you know, old, you know, kind of a, like a search thing, yes. fill up the rest of the, my name and the, there are several yeah videos of me playing, you know, that someone took. So you can follow the channel and then could find my channel, you know. Yeah. Right on, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go see what other tunes you play so I can learn them and play more with you. <laughs> right on. Um, let's uh, let's play this last tune and uh, thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. What are we gonna play? Old Joe Clark. Oh, of course. Old Joe Clark. And uh, thanks, Dave. Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug, Dave? Appalachian Studies program. Um, there is that. Yeah, we just we're just finishing up the the um, new applicants for the fall 
semester, but um, we, we have a website for our, our program, and you can learn more about it and see where the graduates ended up. We have an alumni page that we're trying to keep better updated. People have scattered all around, but um, um, so we're looking forward to getting more musicians for sure, like like Shohei. Um, that would be that comes in spurts. Yes. And so sometimes we'll have cohorts with with multiple musicians, and they form kind of a little community while they're here. And then sometimes that kind of goes away. And I think Shohei is the only active graduate student mm -hmm. who, who's a, a musician also. Um, so uh, we'd like more of those. Yeah. If we can. Right on. Cool. Okay. So how about Orchard Crowd? Yeah.
you want to hear more Shohei, subscribe to his YouTube channel. I added a link in this episode's description, as well as its accompanying Facebook post. Or you can just YouTube search Old Timer JP, all one word. He's got over 100 videos, so you better get started before he makes 100 more. <laughs> Thank you to my new Patreon supporter, Ethan Hazlitt. It really means a lot. And I'm glad you like the show enough to help fund it. If anyone else wants to let me know that you love Get Up in the Cool and want me to keep making it, the best way to tell me is to support the show on Patreon. Go to my website, CameronDeWitt.com, and click the Patreon button, or follow the link in this episode's description or its Facebook post. And right now is a great time to sign up or upgrade, because I just lowered the price for the weekly MP3 downloads reward. Also, I added a new reward, the monthly banjo hangout. If you're a banjo player and ever wonder how I play a specific run or riff or rhythm on the show, sign up and I'll host a monthly Google Hangout, which will function as an online banjo workshop. This is a great way for anyone who doesn't necessarily need regular one-on-one lessons, but still wants to take their playing to the next level. Uh, Especially if you want to catch more melody notes, play with more syncopation, harmonize with the fiddle, and unlock more intuitive shapes on the banjo. And the monthly banjo hangout, of course, includes the weekly mp3 downloads and our most popular reward, uh, the weekly bonus track. For this week's bonus track, Shohei and I play Soldier's Joy. I'd love for you to hear it. Just go to CameronDoIt.com and click the Patreon button or follow the link on your podcatching app or in this episode's Facebook post. One more reminder, I'm teaching a banjo workshop at Black Creek Fiddler's Reunion this Memorial Day. Uh, Then that evening, I'm recording two back-to-back episodes of Get Up in the Cool on the amphitheater stage. I'd love to see you there. Thanks for listening, friends. Come back same time next week for more Get Up in the Cool. 